Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman becomes fully aware of Butcher Stark's fantastic power as he and his friend Batman arrive at the secret mountain laboratory and make a terrible discovery. Inside, Wayne. Hurry. Carl? Dr. Vance? Carl, where are you? Great Scott, the next room. Come on. But what? Look. Oh, no. Dr. Vance? Carl? Superman, they're unconscious. I know, I know. We're too late. Butcher Stark has escaped. Let me tell you a story, gang, about two friends of mine, Frank and George. Frank was a pretty fair whittler. All his pals admired the swell things he could carve out of a piece of wood. And he thought he was pretty handy with a knife. As a matter of fact, he was, too. But after a while, he began to get careless, overconfident. So much so that sometimes when neither a table or a workbench was handy, he would whittle on his lap. Well, one day, the knife slipped, and Frank cut an artery in his arm. And only quick work on the part of the doctor saved Frank's life. Now, my other friend, George, was similarly careless with an axe. He was having a swell time at camp one summer. He liked everything connected with camping. One job he particularly liked was splitting logs for the fire. George always volunteered for that job and tried to show off by splitting as much wood as possible in an hour. However, he wasn't very careful. One day, the axe twisted a little in his hand, and the flat side of the head hit the log. This made the axe bounce crazily away, and the blade cut into George's leg. So he spent most of the summer in the hospital and missed all the camping he loved so well. Now, gang, both these accidents could have been avoided. The important thing that these two boys did not remember is that anything with a sharp blade, whether it's a bayonet, an axe, a knife, or a razor blade, is dangerous. Don't you ever forget that. And remember that the loss of a finger, a hand, or a leg is no joke. Always be on the alert when near any sort of cutting instrument. And don't use them unless you're sure you know how. The Adventures of Superman. A sudden midnight phone call from Bruce Wayne, otherwise known as Batman, and a hurried drive through the night to a distant mountain laboratory has plunged Superman into a strange adventure, one packed with terrifying possibilities. For on the long trip, Batman related a weird story of two escaped convicts who, at the height of a raging thunderstorm, had taken refuge in a sonic laboratory housing deadly high-tension power equipment. Lightning suddenly struck the lab, charging the steel structure with thousands of volts of electricity. One of the convicts died as a result of burns, but the other survived, thanks to the unceasing efforts of the three scientists who lived in the lonely mountain camp. Then, however, Batman made a strange discovery. I don't understand why or how such a thing could happen, Clark, but as the convict got stronger, a change seemed to take place in him. When he spoke, even though his voice was weak, he made our ears hurt. Great, Scott. The pain went right through 
And he doesn't know it yet, but when he finds out, Lord knows what he'll do. Because, and this is the payoff, he's been identified as Butcher Stark, a homicidal maniac who'd escaped from the death house, the most dangerous killer alive. But now, Batman and Superman have arrived at the laboratory, only to discover that they are too late. Two of the scientists are sprawled on the floor unconscious. Sweeping the building with his X-ray vision, the Man of Steel easily sees that Butcher Stark has escaped. What do we do, Superman? Take care of these men first. Think you can bring them around? I'll try. Get some water, will you? The kitchen is in there. Right. Carl. Carl, can you hear me? Bruce? Yes? You said there were three men up here, didn't you? Yes. Carl, Dr. Vance. Break guns. Where's Dr. Gordon? Here. In the kitchen. Is he unconscious, too? No, he's... He's beyond help. Oh, no. Here, here's the water and a wet towel. We've got to bring these men, too. Find out what happened. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Carl's coming out of it. Uh, Carl. Carl, can you hear me? Uh, He's opening his eyes. Thank goodness. Carl. Carl, this is Bruce. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce. Bruce, it's you. Yeah. Oh, thank heavens you're here. What happened, Carl? We, we thought you'd never come. He got worse and worse. We couldn't handle him. He was a wild man. Easy, easy, man. I... When did he escape? How? That voice, it, it drove us mad. We couldn't stand it. Then he, he he must have overheard us talking about calling the police. Now, he... wait. When did this happen? You've got to catch him, Bruce. He's a killer. I know, Carl. I know, but he's... Still... Bruce, what's the matter with you? What? Wait, wait a minute. Something's wrong. Why, why are you just moving your lips like that? My lips? But I... Bruce, say something. Talk to me. Good heavens, Carl. Like Bruce. He's deaf. He can't hear a thing. Good heaven. It, it isn't you. It's me. My, my ears. I can't hear. I'm deaf. Easy, Carl. Easy. I... These men need medical attention badly. You stay here, Bruce. Wait for the police. I'll take them to Metropolis and get back as fast as I can. <laughs> Sorry to get you out of bed, Doctor, but these men need your help badly. I'll do what I can. Uh, what happened to them, anyway? Well, it's rather hard to explain, but briefly, they were subjected to sound in the higher frequencies, and they fainted. As you see, one of them has recovered, but now he seems to be totally deaf. Hmm. Risky business. Sound is dangerous. Can kill a man if it's used the wrong way. Yes, I know. Well, I'll go in and examine them now. Thank you, Doctor. Oh, uh, do you mind if I use your phone? Not at all. I'll let you know the results of the examination as soon as I can. Fine, thank you. Hello, operator. Will you try to get through to the Sonic Laboratory near Mountain View for me? That's right. The line was out earlier tonight, but it may have been restored by now. All right. Hello? That's you, Wayne. Superman. Did you get to a doctor? Yes, he's examining them now. Anything new up there? Oh, well, the police arrived a few minutes ago. Good. I told them what happened, and they've started to search the mountain for Stark. Fine. And since the only road out of here is blocked by that washed-out bridge, the police think they have a good chance of finding him. Did you tell them about his voice? Well, I, I tried to, but, well, they laughed at me. They laughed? Yes, they thought I was giving them a line. Can't blame them in a way. The story is fantastic. Yes, I know, but they may be walking right into trouble. I know. Now, look, when will you get back? As soon as the doctor finishes his examination. Good. Step on it, will you? I can't help feeling something else is going to happen. Sit tight. I'll be there before you know it. So long. 
Stay right where you are. Great guns. Stand still, I said. Oh, oh, my ears. What's the matter, bud? Stop it. <laughs> don't you like my voice? Stop it. You don't like it, do No, you? no. <laughs> well, that proves I really got something now. And I'm going to make the most of it. No, no, stop. Yes, sir, I'm going to make the most of it. the last despairing cry, Bruce Wayne presses his hands to his ears frantically, then pitches headlong to the floor where he lies deathly still, where evil laughter continues to bubble from the cruel lips of Butcher Stark as he stares down at the limp figure. What is this strange power he possesses? We'll learn more in just a moment, gang, so keep listening. Gang, have you ever seen a traffic accident? It's not a very pretty sight. First, you see a crowd of people standing around gaping at something. A policeman is usually standing there talking to a frightened man, the driver of a car. You see a man bending over something on the ground and realize with a shock that the man is a doctor and that he is attending a boy who is lying motionless in the street. You hear people talking about the accident. And almost every time, the story is the same. The motorist couldn't stop because the boy had dashed blindly out into the street to retrieve a wildly tossed ball. Now, that accident, like most, could have been prevented very easily. First, there's never that much rush to get a ball. Second, the boy should have stopped and looked before running out into the street. Now let's look at the problem from the point of view of the driver of the car. He must be alert at all times to avoid such dangers as other cars, pedestrians, and dogs. Not only that, but he has to see these dangers a good distance off because a car with good brakes going 40 miles an hour takes 120 feet to stop. And being hit by a car at 60 miles an hour is like falling 10 stories onto a pavement. Now, how can you prevent such accidents? There are several ways. In the first place, don't play on or near the street. Second, and this is the most important, stop and look in both directions before going into the street. Third, when walking, stay on the sidewalk. If there is no sidewalk, walk on the side of the road to your left, facing the oncoming cars. Remember, if you use your head, you can avoid all kinds of accidents. And now... Back to the adventures of Superman. The first rays of the morning sun fan out over the eastern horizon and tint the mountain crests a golden red as Superman returns from Metropolis with the results of the doctor's examination. As he swoops low over the laboratory, he suddenly pauses in midair, for something seems wrong. Then he pales as he sees his friend Batman, arms flung wide, sprawled on the floor. Speaking earthward, he breaks into the small shack. Bruce! Batman, can you hear me? Can you hear me, man? Yes, yes, it's all right, Superman. Oh, you don't have to shout. I hear you. Thank goodness, I, I thought maybe... Yes, Stark was here, but I played it cozy. I pretended I couldn't stand his voice and fainted. Good man. He swallowed it. When he left, I tried to follow him, but lost him. Well, then why were you... I thought you were Stark, coming back. So I pretended I was still out. Oh, how long ago was he here? He showed up just after you called. That was no more than a half hour ago. That means he must still be somewhere on the mountain. Yes, I guess so. Okay, then I'm going after him right now. Wait, wait, take me with you. Oh, are you sure you're strong enough? Yes, of course I am. All right, then let's go. Butcher Stark is too dangerous to run around loose another minute. See him yet? No, not a sign of him. But we've almost covered the whole mountain. You don't have to tell me that. Look, Bruce, the doctor told me that Carl and Vance were subjected to high-frequency sound never equaled by man. A sound that can easily cause death. 
Then that means Butcher Stark... Right. That's why we've got to find him and stop him. Well, this is our one chance. We know he must be here on the mountain somewhere. So we've got to get him before he... Wait a minute. Down there, a man lying on the road. Who is it? Down. Down. This is the police officer who was guarding the breeches buoy that was thrown over the river. Uh And that's the only way off the mountain. And look, there were two police squad cars here before, and now there's only one. We've failed, Bruce. Butcher Stark has escaped again. And now, with his newfound power to kill, Lord knows what will happen. A fat man bends despairingly over the unconscious officer. Superman stares down the road, but can see nothing. The mad killer has broken out and is now free to use his deadly power anytime, anywhere, and on anyone. Can Superman possibly catch up to him? And if he does, what will happen? You'll find out tomorrow, gang. So be sure to listen. Don't fail to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. For Chapter 3 of The Voice of Doom. On The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman adventure serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Adventure Parade, which follows in just a moment. And right after Adventure Parade, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.